0: Happy Hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limo or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. other than we're all New Orleanians and we're in a bar at this uh juncture at wayfair on ferret street which is uptown everyone's looking extremely <laughs> blurry-eyed around the table here it's the thursday after mardi gras we're recording this we've had one day to recover which is basically mardi gras extension so everyone's so we'll see if we can pick it up for 60 minutes okay everybody
1: okay let we'll me just tell you them. i'll
0: tell you who's here uh, natalie pompilio is here hey natalie look Hello. at me i'm over here okay. Thank you very much.
1: Sorry about that. Eric
0: Bernstein is here. What up? Thank you. And Jermaine Hello. Quiz is here. Hello, Tegan Hello. Man. Very nice. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about each of these people in a minute. But first of all, I'm going to tell you about Wayfair, which is a restaurant and a bar that serves handcrafted food and spirits, where Chef Kevin White puts fine dining into a sandwich and bartenders put fine booze into a glass. Do they not, gentlemen and ladies? Delicious. Yes, they do. It is. What are you drinking? Are you drinking, are you drinking a Diet Coke for No, Christ it just sakes? looks like Diet Coke. Oh, it's not? <laughs> <laughs> it's wine it's in a, a can. It's wine in a can. Ah, nice <laughs> Are you guys used to drinking wine in a can?
2: It just really helps you talk with your hands, gesture. Yeah. I'm half Italian, so
0: you need to... Which half is Italian? Top half. I don't know. (laughs) Top (laughs) half. Hey, here's Graham DePonte, our (laughs) fabulous producer. she's Looking good. So, which half is Italian? Your mom or your dad? Um,
3: My dad is uh, Chilean and my mom's a Sicilian American. That's a good mix.
0: Wow. Chilean, from real Chilean? From, right? Yes,
3: yes. Very, very, uh, very recently in the 80s. Really? It like a delicious yep. dish.
0: It does, like right? Chilean bass. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is there anything Ooh. else from Chile that well oh, No, Empanadas,
3: all and types the, of good and stuff. And Italian, oh.
0: though. It's, yeah. Italian it's a good combo. Chilean. Yeah, it's a
3: good yeah, fusion it's, restaurant. It's like cilantro mm-hmm. and uh, basil at once. So, wh- <laughs> <laughs> which one Which one? <laughs> I just came from eating Vietnamese, so it's on my head. Did <laughs> you? Both of
0: them. Which one is Chilean? Your dad, did you say? My dad's Chilean, How did he get over here? I was going to
3: He came... He came over out of political reasons. Really? Um, what are
0: the politics in Chile? Well, you ever hear of well, Augusto
3: Pinochet? Yeah. Yeah, he, my dad was a socialist. He was a professional soccer player and, and saw it. Your dad refuge. was a
0: professional soccer player. And you have to, as as a soccer player, you had to choose between being a socialist and being a.
3: Well, he grew up very poor and, you know, he got, he got a significant amount of money and wanted to contribute it back to the community because he loves Chile and, you know, and they weren't really happy about that.
0: But everybody in a, well in our country here in the United States at least the way out of politics is to be in sports or entertainment. So you don't I mean that's the but it's not the same there obviously.
3: No, people especially in you know in the in the 70s and the 80s, right. you know, yeah. everyone I feel around the world was just more proactive, you know. It wasn't just people who had uh you know stature and and reach would use it for a certain cause, you know, that they believed in, which is not so much today.
0: Well, the CIA went into Chile, right, and kill, yes. killed Salvador Allende. That was the
3: yeah. It, was, it
0: the was. Do we does the United States admit that, or was that just something that everyone believes?
3: I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like what? I don't. Natalie, no, you're a writer, right?
0: Don't you, know, you know stuff like this?
1: Um, I do, but I'm not allowed to tell you anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Who can tell us? <laughs>
0: Who can tell us something? Shit, this chair is going to fall to pieces? Well, anyway, Wayfair uh, has got a three-hour happy hour here every day from yeah. four to seven. You can get cheapo drinks and awesome sandwiches. Have you guys tried a sandwich here yet?
3: Yes, I have. What it's do you delicious. think? Isn't
0: it amazing? It's good. This guy, The guy who's a chef here, Kevin White, was a chef in uh, in New York with Mario Vitale. Oh. Of all Ooh. people. Yeah, the real deal. And he came down here and opened this restaurant and decided he was going to make sandwiches for some obscure reason. And so he puts all this fine dining experience yeah. into making sandwiches, which you'd think would be like... Waste of time, but simple. They're awesome. Simple as hard. Yeah, you know, like to make as Something good World is simple as hard. Yeah, the music. It's true. Does he
1: dress like Mario Batali with the with the Crocs, the Crocs. and the uh, yeah and the, the enormous leg
0: and the little uh, scooter? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if he does. He doesn't look much like him. He's wandering around here usually. You can see him. He comes on the show once in a while and it brings us over some food. So he's quite a nice guy, though Mario Batali. I worked with you him. You know him? Y-
2: well, you for years. I do all the events for Food Bank in New York. I did for like six years. What is Food Bank? Food Bank is probably like the largest non-profit nonprofit. That feeds people They feed 385,000 people Every day Wow In New York
0: 385,000 people a day A
2: day Where does
0: all that come from All that
2: food Uh, They raise hundreds Of millions of dollars a year Uh, It's just like Enormous food service I mean they have uh, Like the sort of Supermarkets where you can Go in and get Like literally go Grocery shopping For free For free Uh, Yeah How do we get in on that It's all New York stuff
0: there's 385,000 people in New York who are being fed today. Being fed not every around the world, no,
2: just in New York. 385,000 people in That's New like York feeding New Orleans every day. Yeah, really. Yeah. Isn't
0: it? I mean, how many people live in New York? 15 million Some or one. something yeah. like that. 13 yeah. million. So, what percentage or would that be of the city is getting free food? Yeah. Where's like the mathematician? Someone who can figure that out. Natalie? Point five.
1: There's like nothing. Nothing. Yeah. journalists don't do math. Don't you know that? You're not very now? good at math. No, of course I mean, not. There's probably still no.
0: tons more people starving, unfortunately. 385,000 yeah. people a day. So. Does it donated? I mean, that's a huge operation. So I
2: mean, like yeah, the chairman of Food Bank is like a John Stewart, Mario Batali. Um, mm-hmm. It was uh, Jimmy Kimmel, um, you know, Jimmy Fallon. I mean it's like a really good um, so Michael a, Stipe. There's, a really, there's some big, big, big heavy hitters. That so that's are, the board of board of
0: directors. They're not actually making sandwiches. No, but they're sausage. donating
2: millions of dollars and getting all their friends to donate tons of money also. And the the galas are really fun, like Sarah McGlock So what did performing.
0: you? What did you do exactly? That sounds like great.
2: Um, was good, and uh, the Jayhawks played, I think, one year. Yeah. That was yeah. kind of awesome. What did
0: you do? Is that, was that your job every day?
2: Yeah, I'm a technical director. So uh, what I did for 10 years in New York is produce like, high-end runway shows for all sorts of different fashion designers, and I still produce private concerts and galas and sort of enormous events. Um, it's a fun job. That's where Workley came out of, is this that idea. That does
0: sound. Okay, I'm going to read uh, the bio that they gave me to read about you. I have a bio. It says here, Eric Bernstein, it's, uh, who we just heard from, lives between New Orleans and Detroit, and came to this commute by way of Austin and Brooklyn. True. All the hipster yeah. cities checked off on it. Yeah, on a I'm road. like a master. What's next?
2: Uh, I'm getting my master's degree in gentrification. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what city are you moving to next? We need to watch you. If you've been to um, Brooklyn, Detroit. Yeah, I don't New know. New
3: Saint Louis, somewhere in New Mexico. Uh,
2: not Saint
0: Louis, but um, somewhere in New Mexico, Jermaine. You think? I think. I mean,
2: Tulsa. Here, I get some tips
0: about Tulsa. Ooh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, that sounds unlikely, but then they all did, I suppose. Exactly. I well, mean, New Orleans doesn't sound unlikely. And Detroit was an amazing city before it just went broke. That's all that happened. Yeah, it. I mean,
2: Detroit was the crown jewel of the U.S. for a long time. Yeah. It is still the most beautiful. It's like on par with New Orleans for one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Really? Yeah. It's just like you could be driving through the middle of nowhere and come across like a ziggurat Art Deco white tile pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Have you guys been there, Natalie? Have you and been I've never been, been there. It's no. too cold. Jermaine, you've never been there on all nope. your world We've, travels? No, I
2: haven't. Summers are amazing. Mm. Summers are good. Yeah. Winters, I'm here. Okay, good point. Yeah.
0: You, you, you moved to New Orleans. For the, well, you go back there for the summer to Detroit. Yeah,
2: May to October is my, sw- is like, so May and October I switch.
0: What do you do in Detroit there? I mean, well, you're not doing the food bank um i bought a very large apartment in detroit
2: so um well, if
0: you bought a whole city block what are you actually doing
2: <laughs> um well so i went up there to do a project which was called light up livernoy and basically they're light up what light up livernoy avenue so livernoy yeah it's seven, oh, it has the word liver in
0: it i was seven mile livernoy i have got that on the brand used to be the group. fashion
2: district of detroit and it was where the you know predominantly african-american community went to go get church clothes and, and their mm-hmm. fancy wedding clothes and all this stuff and mm-hmm. for years, if you talk to anybody who grew up like in our parents' generation, they're like that was Madison Avenue for them. They would go down there and go hat shopping with their grandmothers and see everything and look at all the clothes and then it just went away, right. you know, and so um, one of the economic development committees created a project to get a bunch of artists and get a bunch of businesses yeah. and do a competition and inhabit eight of those stores. We, we opened eight retail rep- retail stores in two months. And so I went up there and found a ragtag crew and basically built eight retail stores in two months.
0: And what are they selling?
2: Um, one is uh, like a fabric studio kind mm-hmm. of, and they make like sort of vintage clothes. Another one was a vintage shop, an ice cream shop, a coffee shop, um, a ceramic studio, an import retail facility, like some cool little businesses. Yeah. And so Pretty I went cool. up there for a couple months to do this project and t- completely fell in love with it. It reminded me of growing up in Brooklyn. You know, like, what's funny is like, Over the year of staying there, I realized what it was that I like, and it's a city full of haters. (laughs) Okay. A city full of haters. Well, you should come
1: back to Philly. Yeah, come back to (laughs) Philly. I
2: lived in Philly for a long time also.
0: Um, That's where you're from, Natalie?
1: I live in Philly half the time, too.
0: You do? Yeah. So you live half the time in Philadelphia and half the time here. Right. Eric, you live half the time in Detroit and half the time here. Jermaine, tell me you live here the whole year I live here the whole year Good man, thank God. Okay. (laughs) So hang on a second. What do you mean by a city full of haters, both of you? Is that like it's a good thing? Okay.
1: Philadelphia has an attitude, a defeatist attitude. We're like, we're not New York, we're not D.C., but the city's actually really cool. But everyone's really negative.
0: Okay.
1: I might get kicked out right now. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> and okay, what's Detroit like? Well, see, that's not what Same I mean thing. exactly. It's mm. more so
2: growing up in New York, I really grew up in the era of New York where, like, if you were actually good at something, you won. Okay. Everybody was out there, and you could not just pay your way you couldn't buy something you couldn't talk bullshit you had to be real you had to do it and it was a city full of haters and everybody would knock you down if you couldn't do it so you talk the talk and then you had to do it but the best part was if you were some talented dominican kid you could own a hotel in 10 years now it's just pay to play okay do you know what i mean like there's no realness to it and in detroit Hmm. you have to go there and you have to earn it you have to be there you got to accomplish things and
0: no one's going to help you do it. But isn't that just used to be called good old-fashioned competition? Yeah, but Hard I, work. Hard work.
2: Exactly. It's not hate. But it, I'm just saying it's, it's, like, it's, it's like... It's negativity. It's like you've got to prove yourself. It's, um, to me, it's not a negative thing. Hating <laughs> is just... It's pacing. It's, comp, it's a
3: competition <laughs> is what you're saying. But it's, right. But it's real. It's not just like, oh, I can buy this. You know and what that's mean? what yeah, it's, it's like today. It's direct competition. You know, it's like hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Like hip-hop grew so fast because they were adamant about saying oh, we're better than you here. So that they... It brings a whole level of, of competition up when, you know, people compete openly.
2: But then, and let's, let's bring it to this conversation of, like, that the people who are making money in hip-hop are the ones who can pour the most money into it. You know, not well, necessarily... Yeah. It's not necessarily the best
3: rappers, the people who with the best beats. I mean... Well, I'm, I'm talking about the time when you were talking about New York. Exactly, too. though, yeah. It was in that time frame, like, in the 90s and... De La
2: Era. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, and that's... I mean, to me, that's... That's the way the world needs to work is like on accreditation. You know, if you're good at something, you should be able to succeed. And I mean, put that around the entire world. It's like
0: but that day seems to have slipped away on us on every, yeah. in every kind of uh, pursuit, doesn't it? In music, you think it would be more democratized in music because now there's no record companies left and you could just have equal access to everybody. But actually, it seems to be more dependent on, on, on depend- who you know or money or getting out there because there's even fewer I mean, there's no record business left. We've been through all this before, of course, on the show. There's no way to make any money except go out and play. And you can only fit so many people into a room at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty hard to make a living in the music business in that sense. (laughs) You know, to be super wealthy, there's no more Michael Jacksons left or Bono's. But there's
3: not going to be any more of those super, super superstars, you know, because now everyone can actually find what they like. They don't have to get force-fed what... You know, even though a lot of the mainstream, mainstream culture is getting force fed, all the stuff that's clear channel, but, you know, you can find your niches of stuff that you like more easily and, and you can, as an artist, you know, find your audience. And if you if you play bluegrass music from Appalachia, you know, you could you weren't going to be a pop star anyway, were you? No, <laughs> yeah. but now you can, you know, go out and find your audience and, and you know, okay, so tour and play your music. you're saying, so you're saying it's, music.
0: it's better now than it's
2: ever been. Well, I'm saying also maybe it's better that there's not 15 billionaires, but there's a billion 15,000aires. You know what I mean? Like the fact that there's 100,000 bands but, that can, but make, actually, that can m- actually pay their bills.
0: But overall, though, of course, the rich and poor are getting further and further apart in this country.
2: Yep. And everywhere. I mean, not this this country.
0: Yeah, but we're supposed to have a giant middle class with only a very few poor people who have fought through the net and a very few wealthy people who somehow manage to cool make hold of is just going to come and wipe us out anyway. Is right? it really going to happen? probably going to be fine. You think? Yeah. Shall I just keep reading this and see what it says? <laughs> oh. What else? It says you've spent time in every other city in America too, Eric, on the road with musicians Phil Lesh, Greg Orman, Les Claypool, and many others.
2: I was really young, man. What
0: were you doing with them? Um production
2: so I dropped out of college at 19 uh from University of Michigan just didn't like it I mean I actually was on a full scholarship there for electrical engineering and it was funny this is 1997 and I submitted a paper saying that cell phones and broadband internet was going to be the future and they said that I was wrong hmm. and I was like mm, I'm pretty sure that I'm right so mm-hmm. I dropped out of the school and hitchhiked around the U.S. for two years
0: it's funny that you were totally wrong right the cell phone yeah. never went anywhere yeah never yeah. went anywhere right? Yeah.
2: broadband I don't never catch on, the on the no internet. way <laughs> Um, yeah. and so I met this band called the Disco Biscuits uh, they were like a bunch of funny guys yeah, yeah they're from Philly, you know them?
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're they're Philly not really guys. I made that up I have no ah. idea <laughs> <laughs> they're from Philly okay, are they? yeah they're
2: actually from they Philly
0: they are Jermaine yeah. you, you ever heard of them? yeah Disco Biscuits yeah definitely okay.
2: yeah I mean they have like you know they play who is your was your favorite biscuit? Um, yeah I'm not going to talk about this Ringo <laughs> yeah Ringo um, and so I actually like they found me like hitchhiking and I went to a couple of their shows and I was like what can I do for you and they're like do you want to sell some shit?" So I was like, fine. So three days later, I come back to them with a wad of money. And I was like, you have any more stuff? And they're like, what did you do with everything? And I was like, I sold it. They're like, you sold everything? And I was like, I sold everything. And so they came and found me in this squat about a month later in West Philly and offered me $100 a week to come on tour with them. And I was like, "That sounds good, like money." Yes. You're yeah. in, a squat in
0: Philly. You're like hundred dollars <laughs> a week. Are you kidding? This is amazing. Do they have good drugs
3: as well? Yeah, very good. Okay, I call the disco biscuit, yeah. <laughs> which is actually a <laughs> quaalude. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: a disco biscuit is another word for a quaalude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I never knew that. Did, oh, wow. Natalie, did you know that
1: one? No, I just learned something. Oh, that's really interesting. Now, how do I you know see that? Which,
0: which is the derelict side of the table?
3: <laughs>
1: right Yeah, here.
0: over here, the <laughs> axis has shifted completely. <laughs> but now, how do you know about quaaludes? Where do you get them? Uh, the Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. Wikipedia. I got a guy He's, he's
3: asking where you get them. Are you a cop? I haven't yeah. have You're a cop?
0: I am a cop You to tell me I haven't seen Quaaludes I mean I haven't seen Quaaludes no, Since 19-something 19 19 yeah. In the last couple
2: of
3: years But
0: Do they still Are they still around? I think, Seriously? I
3: think I, think they came I don't came know in. if I've ever seen one Really? Really?
0: I, I feel like I've
3: seen
1: Like what if one walked in right now? You wouldn't recognize them
0: they just look like sweethearts.
3: Yeah,
1: they're just like a little
3: fucking pill. They're big. They're like
2: yeah, but they're yeah. like big and wide. They look like. But a, that is like, like, like an an acid. one of
0: the greatest drugs ever invented. Of if, all you time. Re- if you don't want
2: if you don't want to remember God. having fun, yes,
0: I remember all of it, most <laughs> really? of it. Yeah, that used to be pretty <laughs> plentiful at one point. <laughs> that is like the, there's like nothing wrong. <laughs> the good old days. You, you remember oh, when you were God. on them? I'm saying yes. Yeah, I do. I remember I vividly. You don't remember that? No, I
2: forget every. That's like the. That was like.
0: I don't know why that was ever made illegal. That was like the greatest drug of all time you could do anything you, well, driving was pretty bad you couldn't really drive <laughs> but everything else was just it's like ecstasy the same kind of thing
2: yeah well that's got, that, that's got all these like come and go the quantities and the quality but I never
0: knew they were called disco biscuits because that well, I uh, guess no, it was one from the was. disco era
2: apparently one of them was called a disco biscuit oh that was like a type of it was quaalude. a type of Quaalude oh yeah. I thought
0: there was only one type okay
2: um, but yeah so I started t- touring with them I was like 19 years old when they hired me and by the time I was 23 I'd finished working with them and was already touring with Les Claypool and Greg Allman as a stage manager and engineer and uh it was a fun young 20s
0: wow that sounds like pretty good i'm going to come back and talk to you in a minute about workly yeah but first of all i want to introduce uh, properly natalie pompilio hello which sounds <laughs> italian as well that
1: is an italian name okay
0: we got a very sort of polyglot mixture here yeah. i'm moroccan I you're from a, Mor- really I moroccan yeah i thought you might have been related to leonard bernstein or something no well carl bernstein there's probably one
1: <laughs> or i can't bernstein think of any yeah, that's Berenstein. Who? Oh, yeah, that's uh, Berenstein.
3: B-E-R-E. Well, they changed the
1: spelling of their name when they gentrified. <laughs> the uh-huh. bears.
3: They had to mm. yeah, when they came to America. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, they, it, it was a different. They want time. the blend. The bears yeah. were very persky. Ellis Island,
0: seriously. Yeah. Yeah. They changed it to Ellis Island. Pop- Pompilio sounds <laughs> like it was pretty uh, undiluted.
1: It's pretty undiluted. And
0: you're a freelance writer originally from New Jersey.
1: I am the great state of New Jersey.
0: But so, but you don't go there at all. Now you live between New Orleans and. Well, I'm Southern still elsewhere. allowed
1: to pass through. Yeah, I okay. Like, you know, You're allowed to. Because like, New York and maybe see my, my father, you know. Your dad's still in New Jersey? He is still in New Jersey. Okay.
0: Where is he? What city?
1: <laughs> now he moved up to the famous Wachung Hills, which everyone's like, what? There's a hill in New Jersey? Exactly.
0: What's it called? Wachung? Wachung. How do you spell that?
1: W-A-T-C-H-U-N-G.
0: Wachung. What a great name. Wachung Hills. Yeah. Sounds Indian.
1: Well, we've... We stole it does. from somebody, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we stole it.
2: Sounds like a good stole murder. Stole yeah. yeah. Murder There's comedy. a good mall there.
1: My dad bought <laughs> it for like some beads and string and yeah, yeah we're happy mm-hmm. there.
0: Okay, and he's good there? He likes Chung Hills?
1: I guess he does, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I don't live there for obvious reasons because it's in the middle you, of hills.
0: Well, how do you... know? Okay, so I kind of figured out how Eric's doing it, although not really. It still doesn't make total sense to me how you can live in two places, but still... How do you survive in two different places?
1: Because I can write anywhere. You're a writer, I, yeah. so it doesn't
0: matter where you are.
1: Well, th- unless I'm supposed to be covering an event live. So right. I can't, like, Jason Blair it in. But, no, I have to really Hunter be S. Thompson <laughs> it in. Hunter S. Thompson, I'm not <laughs> yes. sure.
0: Well, that's back to Quailers. But you're <laughs> but you're a journalist, right? Yes. And you yes. covered, it says here that you covered the well, the war in Baghdad.
1: I did. I, I, was, I so was in in Baghdad. I was in Baghdad, wow. yeah. Wow. And that's Tikrit. That's crazy.
0: And what? Tikrit. Tikrit. Shit.
1: Well, yeah, we went looking for... Um, Saddam Hussein, because they thought that was a good idea. The, the editors at the paper.
0: They sent you they uh, like we'll a. We'll
2: find yeah. him first.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it was a
1: fun fact though: <laughs> the guys I was embedded with. They are the ones who found him. Wow. But way oh, after wow. I was gone. So I was like, oh, great. Well wasn't I'm wasn't there, he just no working does anything. Donuts? <laughs> is that not me? But Damn he, he was the one who
2: woke up to make the donuts.
1: Who?
0: Saddam Hussein? Yeah, wasn't he the Dunkin Donuts guy? Was he? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Time
2: to
3: make the coffee. Time to make the donuts. The guy That's had a guy who looks like that with the a Saddam what, with mustache. <laughs> <laughs> that was Saddam. Okay.
0: I never thought about that. Well, the mustache <laughs> is really
1: big. I had a translator there who had a really big mustache, and he said he was in Saddam's army. And the bigger your mustache, the bigger your bonus. And one way of saying that he would take care of you, he'd be like, I have you in my mustache. I was like, ew! I, I don't really want to be in your mustache, but that's how he expressed that. Is that thing in thing his
2: flavor of. saver? I've got a pretty good cookie duster <laughs> over here. You have yeah. a big
4: mustache. You could right? save a.
0: Yeah, a whole you could pound. get a well, lot that's of not money. A
3: Mustache? That's a full-on beard.
0: Yeah, yeah that's
2: a real beard. It's also a mustache. It's square as a rectangle.
0: Okay. Whoa. So, how much more would you get for a? If you did, you know how much they got paid for? A, I, I, I mean, don't did he come I around really and measure bonus.
1: them? He probably did, but I don't know what the cash uh, allowance is for mustache size. So what paper
0: were you working for? The Philadelphia Inquirer. The Philadelphia in- Inquirer. Inquirer, yeah. So someone at the Philadelphia Inquirer says, I'm going to send you off to a war zone and you're right. going to try and find Saddam Hussein. Who are you with? Just you or?
1: No, I was, well, I spent part of my time in Baghdad just reporting solo and part of it being embedded with different military units.
0: So that means you and a military unit or yeah. you and a bunch of other journalists in a military unit or just you?
1: No, just me. and. You. Just
0: you with a bunch of guys
1: pretty much yeah
0: fighting okay what do they do about like how do you change your clothes and all that sort of stuff I
1: oh don't, I don't, you know this is like when I got back and my, my one aunt kept going how did you go to the bathroom I'm well, like you just go one. to the bathroom <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter <laughs> you know? were
0: you prepared for all this
1: I mean, no one's really prepared for it, but it's really not a big deal. Well, if you're you know? in the
0: Army, you might be prepared for it, because that's kind of what we are trained to do. So. But you're too. a journalist one day sitting in an office or in your apartment in Philadelphia, and the next day, they're yeah. like, okay, here's your ticket. You're going to go on a plane. You're going to be embedded with a military unit. We did, did have
1: something called hostile environment training, which is like a week-long course where they literally kidnap you. Um, okay, start <laughs> over.
0: They literally kidnap you.
1: What happened? Uh, they had these scenarios set up, and we thought we were doing a medical scenario. So we run out towards the people who are lying there. Next thing you knew, they're, they blindfold us and tie our hands and make us walk together. So you're prepared if you are kidnapped, how to react? Prepared. Yeah. And I like. What hats. were you covering I right before? This.
3: What What were you? What was your assignment right before?
1: Uh, yeah, nothing like that. <laughs> the Westminster dog, <laughs> show. Yes, <Mr>. dog <laughs> show. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. 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 the Those like cocker <laughs> spaniels are edgy. So wow. I learned a lot.
0: And did they, you didn't know about getting beheaded then, though. There was no beheading. No, thank God. You no. were pre-beheading.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm sure there was some beheading.
0: Was there? I mean, there I think that's new. That's kind of a new development. They just didn't, you know, have, really I- they like just didn't have iPhones. They didn't yeah. have the video. That's true. Right, right. The video has changed everything. Yeah. You know, that's where it's you should have written that PhD thesis. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so what you see you're following these guys around. That Well, they're doing something.
1: Mm. They're,
0: they're trying to kill people, or they're looking for Saddam Hussein. What are you doing?
1: I am interviewing people about how they feel the Americans are in their country Are oh, you're I'm
0: interviewing. So you're Iraqis. The, yeah. So you're wandering around behind these guys somehow,
1: sometimes with them, but sometimes behind them. But yes, um, I did go at a door to door search in Baghdad next to a soldier who shook so badly. And they said I, it was the night I decided not to wear the helmet because I was like, this is so uncomfortable. I'll just take my chances take your with chances. a head wound. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're like, you stay with the reporter. And he was shaking so badly. I was like, should I take your gun? Because Is this the guy in like, the American military? He was terrified. I felt so bad for him. He's like, I didn't come here. I don't want to kill anybody. I don't and you're want to the hurt one anybody. keeping
3: your head? <laughs> and you're like, give me the gun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah soldier, I'll take care of you. Yeah. Well, What happened to that kid?
1: I don't know. I mean, I wasn't embedded with them very long. So I hope hope he's fine. I hope he got home.
0: And did you have any post-traumatic stress disorder?
1: No, no. For me, not from Iraq. I think I, when I did got back, shot? I was bored. No. <laughs>
0: You got bored when you got home. Yeah. What do you do after that? They're
1: what? like, oh, go co- you know, go to the Cherry Hill Mall and write about what movies <laughs> are coming yeah. out. I'm like, oh, my God. Let me kill myself.
0: How long were you? That there mall's dangerous. <laughs> three
1: months. Three months.
0: Yeah. I mean, and then you came to New Orleans and covered Hurricane Katrina. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Wait, Let's up. go back a second. Yes, though. Eric, go ahead. All you
2: had to do is cross the bridge and go to Camden.
1: <laughs> yes, true.
2: <laughs> That's pretty bad, I Camden is the most violent city in America. Camden is can't win. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It is, it's pretty bad. And it's hilarious because it's like you go over this bridge from Philly. And then on one side is this all new condos and stadiums. And on and the other the aquarium, side... aquarium, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the You've other side is Beirut.
3: Yeah. It's crazy over I've been there. been around the Northeast. Yeah.
0: There's an aquarium there? hmm Yeah, it's a nice one. Did you go to it, Joanne? Yes, I were? think I, I did. How does it compare to our aquarium? It's bigger.
1: It's pretty, I, I thought it was kind of crappy. I went to a wedding there. And hey. they wedding had a great
0: idea. Penguin <laughs> wedding.
1: It wasn't penguin. It was actually oh. humans. But then they served seafood. And I thought that was really rude. <laughs>
0: oh. oh, that's yeah. off. That's off.
3: Yeah. That's that not that's right not at right.
0: all. Mind yeah. you, what should you say? At serve least it was fresh.
1: Anything. You picked your own through this yeah. cake. Okay, that
0: is really wow. weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, could, who decided to get married in an aquarium? Your friends?
1: Yeah, friends. That uh, was their second wedding. They had their first wedding in Scotland. So, you know. Oh, they got married to each
0: other twice. Not to different people twice.
1: Right, exactly. Well, what
0: was the first wedding? At an abattoir or something? Or slaughter, oh, no, no. slaughterhouse?
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I wasn't invited to that one, but they probably ate hot dogs. Haggis. If a, if haggis.
0: If haggis. A haggis, haggis wedding.
2: Well, because we were just talking about this yesterday. So this paleo diet, right? Mm-hmm. So, and like, you're not supposed to cook meat, but you're also no, supposed to eat all the organs. And that sounds like... Could you imagine eating a stump, an uncooked stomach? That's seems not like true. A lot that of can, I think you got the wrong information. I'm, I'm usually getting the wrong information. That's, that's not right. I, I
1: don't think so, but... But why would, why would you want to eat a cooked stomach anyway? I mean, like tripe?
2: Yeah, I mean, either way. But I'm just saying, like, the whole point is, like, this what this person told me. is in order to not get sick, you can't just eat raw meat. You have to eat the raw meat and the organ meat. And it's, like, a balance of all of the... No, someone's messing with you. Yeah. Someone's
0: messing with you, for sure. <laughs> that The paleo diet is, like, mm-hmm. so super popular. It wouldn't I be know. that popular if it no, raw no, no, no. meat. Well, uh, that's it. The
1: chef is making you a special two, sandwich right no, there's now. Like,
2: there's, like, paleo, but then there's, like, the full-on one. Like, the one where people, like, like they will even cook because it's like they didn't even have fire at that point but that's
0: okay there's people who eat raw there's people who eat, you know raw diet all the time no, but that's
2: raw vegetables this is raw right. everything and like it's only yeah nuts. raw it's meat that's pretty
0: stupid that's okay i mean whatever well when cavemen with with i guess with with paleo comes from right yeah paleolithic did they when they killed an animal they just ate it i guess so yeah mm-hmm. you so can do that i'm pretty sure you can do that well, why are we wasting our time oh, cooking i'm sure them? you. Know. i'm sure like, you
3: build an immunity to it right it seems like sushi they're not eating chicken which is <laughs> the only thing that you can't probably eat raw because it'll kill you.
1: Because of
0: uh, salmonella or they have yeah. other diseases or what? Salmonilla. I've always wanted to
2: open a restaurant called Salmonella's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be <laughs> fantastic. <fair laughs> it'll
2: be awesome. Our doggy <laughs> bags will be yeah. something else.
0: <laughs> so have you started on your paleo diet? This is a post-mardi no, gras detox. I don't
2: even eat at this point. It's just, you just drinking? Just this just like Mardi Gras Disco Mardi Mardi biscuits?
0: What drugs were you on over Madagascar? Anything else besides? Okay,
2: the list would be shorter to go the other way, but there was, what, no, there was very on? little food involved. I really? don't like cocaine.
0: You don't like cocaine? No. Yeah. You're speedy enough without that. Yeah, totally. So, what? Do you, mushrooms? Mm, not a lot. Not a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> just some.
2: Just some. What else were you on?
0: The other things. Other things. Yeah, you know what the things are. I wasn't going to bring it up unless you wanted to mention. But like, no, like, I would have said no comment. <laughs> where <are you>? Right.
2: Right. <laughs> the things. The, the things, the Mardi okay. Gras things. I think everybody was on them, right? I like well how we slipped it. I like how
3: we slips it in. Oh, where can I get that? Oh, so what? <laughs> so what drugs have you been taking
0: uh, recently? I mean, it's news? not
2: fair. It is Mardi Gras, okay? I'm a legitimate businessman. But <laughs> well, they, that's Grah okay. Mardi Gras is Mardi Gras. But it's Mardi Gras. So well, that's Mardi the whole Grah. thing
0: about Mardi Gras. You can be a legitimate businessman, and then it doesn't make any difference because right. it's all over for a day.
2: It's because it's like life doesn't. St- it just stops. What, what is that? Well, what that's just my
0: phone. Don't worry. But I'm not answering. Quiz, is that you? No. Was that you? Oh. I think it's my phone, but I'm not looking at it because, in case it's, I need to get it. Okay, so is Quiz your real name? Yes. Yeah. Jermaine Quiz, it's not yes. your real name. It's it not. is. Is it really? Come on. Yes. No. Yes. How do you
2: spell it? Is it abbreviated from something Chilean? Yes.
3: It is? Ah. Quizzitelli. Yes. Quizzitelli. No, it, no. it really is. <laughs> Quizno. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that sounds Italian. He's <laughs> the heir to
1: the Quizno <laughs> There's a lot of
3: Italians in. um. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Europeans that came. Do you come from the pub quiz family? Yes, I do. Oh, wow. Uh, Pop quiz hotshot. <laughs> <shot. laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, is okay. your <laughs> real name, there Jermaine? Go, okay, so I'll tell you so <laughs> little, leave it at that. I'll tell you a little bit about no Jermaine. No comment on the
3: drugs. We're, we're okay.
0: We're not, um, he doesn't want to tell us what drugs he was on over no. Mardi Gras. So, it's, it's okay. a personal that question. That means so. he was on more than me. No, I didn't do anything. I was very sober the whole time. What? Well, you didn't even do Mardi Gras. It was too cold. I was too cold. I was freezing. Did you go out on Mardi Gras Day, Jimmy? Yes, mean? I did. And did you stick it out for the whole day?
3: Yeah, we uh, we actually went home about twelve thirty, took a two-hour nap, and got you know got in a cab from uptown at four a.m. Headed down to Frenchman Street, but it was like they they cleared the floor for like an hour. We got down <laughs> to Frenchman Street, and there was no one there. It was just Weird. us two, and we're like at four a.m. in the morning. At like five thirty on by the Mardi Gras time we got Day. There, yeah, there was okay, no so
0: one go, there. go back to Gras. What did you do on Monday night?
3: Uh. Well, we live on the parade route, so we had, a, you know, had a party. Right. And, you know, people always, like, want to come over. You need a place to pee. You need right. a place to... So like you're on the Uptown parade route? Yeah, we okay. up, we, we right here over in uh, St. Charles and Eighth. Okay,
0: that's a good spot. I was in the really Garden District. It's a lot of fun.
2: I was really sad because of the weather on Monday because my favorite Mardi Gras event is actually a shopping cart demolition derby that we have in the <laughs> Bywater, and I missed it. And because was, of the weather? Because of the weather, and I didn't know what time nobody The weather knew was, was they were fine on Monday. It was beautiful. No, no, no. It was raining all
0: Monday. Oh, it rained eventually, yeah. Yeah.
2: And then, like, and I ended up going to, like, Cirque de Gras, which is a cool little circus, uh, burlesque circus in the Bywater, Mm -hmm. too. And I was dressed like a giant monster. See, this is the the great
0: thing about New Orleans. If you listen to the show outside of New Orleans, there's no such thing as, as Mardi Gras, really. Yeah. There's like a thousand things you could do. In the U.S. You can only do like, you know, ten of them or six of them or three of them yeah. over Mardi Gras. And then you end up so doing you, stuff
3: that just passes you by. Yeah, and you're exactly. Like, Whoa, it's, it's a funny it thing when people like send yeah. you emails on Mardi Gras and then yeah. like the next day they're like, you didn't yeah. get back to me. And I was like, yeah. oh, no. you know what's going <laughs> on? I know people on. hit me up like, he didn't get back to me. I was like, it's Mardi Gras. You've got to give him a couple of days. Yeah.
0: And they're like, what? Good it's Monday. It's Monday, 8 a.m. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about Jermaine Quiz, which is his real name. I'll tell you what he's not, though. Jermaine Quiz is not a DJ. No. I'm not not going to go go through a whole list of things that you're not uh, as well, but it does say here that you're a funk hip-hop turntablist who has half of a horn and turntable mashup duo called DJ Entourage. How accurate is that so far? It says Jermaine Quiz Entourage. I hope so. It says DJ Entourage. No, is it called DJ Jermaine Quiz Entourage? Yes. So, how d- that's all fucked up already? Okay. That's so, right. I'll start again. Let's just take DJ Hi. though, all right? let us be
2: the Jermaine Quiz Entourage. I mean, yeah. I don't even think
0: oh, mean okay, DJ. so just take out the word DJ and put in Jermaine Quiz Entourage. Yeah, right? Jermaine Quiz Entourage. Okay, let me just write that down. Because when you just say Jermaine, say Jermaine Quiz, Quiz is
2: again. not a DJ and then you call yourself DJ Jermaine Quiz Entourage, I don't like that, personally.
1: Redundant? Confusing? You think so? yeah. yeah. What do you
0: think? As a professional writer, you would take that out? You would I would I'd I'd out. probably take it out, yeah. Because Jermaine Quiz
2: Entourage just sounds pretty good.
3: I would go Jermaine
1: I'd like go with Jermaine Quiz.
0: Experience. Ooh, the experience. That's
3: good. Right? I, I think it's a little,
1: little quaalude 60s. I don't know uh, if that works like for like Jimi Hendrix.
3: Jimaine it sounds like you've
1: stolen experience. off Jimi
0: Hendrix. Shall I, <laughs> yeah. shall I start again, then? Yeah, sure. Okay, Jermaine Quiz is not a DJ. He's a funk hip-hop turntablist who is half of a horn and turntable mashup duo called the Jermaine Quiz Entourage, and Jermaine is also the leader of a band called Jealous Monk, Yes. whose members include guys from Trombone Shorty's band, Walter Wolfman Washington's band, and on occasion, Kirk Davis from the Dirty Dozen Brass Band. <laughs> In one incarnation or another, germany has been touring the country and the world for the last ten years. Have you really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's been written about by a wide range of hip hop commentators and even featured on NPR's Morning Edition. Yes,
3: sir. Wow, that was interesting. You yeah, it was
0: cool. An interview with like Steve Inskeep or something. Yeah,
3: yeah. We um us and the uh, the Dirty our Do- uh, Rebirth Brass Band, like after the storm, because we've been we've been a band since uh, post Katrina since two thousand five and. We were playing at the Maple Leaf um, with Rebirth Grassman and they came in and did a whole little thing, you know, putting it the, because you know at that time everyone was really trying to to you help. Know, help New Orleans, yeah. you know, and, and show them what why because people were saying, oh, why don't they just you know let it go? Oh, no, why it? why, why are right, you know? Right. <laughs> and then and then the Northeast experienced Sandy this year, and and, and they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, I understand. Never I, mind. I, I
2: lived in Rockaway actually. Yeah. I, I moved out of my house in Rockaway four days before Sandy. Wow.
0: wow, good timing! <laughs> yeah, it was good timing. Where did you go? Really good time.
2: Uh, Maybe it's not well, a coincidence. back to my other house.
3: Yeah,
0: and look here it says that uh, it says Jermaine that your band <laughs> was in two thousand and thirteen was awarded the Offbeat Magazine's Best of the Beat Award for yeah, best, best hip hop and, Rock and Rock. rap act in New Orleans. Yeah, and That's we can ha- hear you all over town. You play all over the town, I see, from yeah, Tuppertrainers um, uptown to yeah, Blue Nile downtown. In town and, um,
3: I'm a resident with, a, actually, a violinist over at the House of Blues in the foundation room on Saturday nights. Oh, cool. What, on what night? On Saturday nights. Saturday nights. Yeah. So you got a
0: regular gig over there. That's yeah, one
3: of my talents, Gun. And you yeah. know, I actually headlined at House of Blues for New Year's in the main room, which was awesome. With a huge band, I had uh, Five Pieces um, accompany me, which is the biggest band that I played with so far. Right on. And it was great, and you know, a lot cool. of fun.
0: And if you're looking uh, to hear something of Jermaine's music, of, uh, Jealous Monk's music, you can, uh, you can steal it or stream it. But they're All yeah, the usual places, it. right? What are the names of the albums?
3: Um, our first album is called Sun Up to Moondown. Our second album is called I Love I Hustle. And the next album that's coming out uh, through BitTorrent is um, One Hell of a Life.
0: One Hell of a Life. You're releasing it on BitTorrent. Yes. So that's totally asking for it to be stolen. Yeah, we're putting, out, we're, thinking putting out, about um,
3: we're putting out a whole package with a bunch of, um, which, not just the music, we have like an Android video game that uh, we put out, which is going to be included, a couple of uh, videos, and then a tour of New Orleans from us. That sounds really cool. And
0: yeah, when is that, great. where is that? Where do we find that, if you don't know about BitTorrent? Is there like a um, BitTorrent, jealousmonk.com? Yeah,
3: jealousmonkmusic.com, germainequiz.com. Okay. Hey, let's take a listen to something. Sure. What do you got
0: uh, lined up here for us?
3: Um, we can listen to something off the cut off the first album called "Sun Up to Moon Down," and it's the title cut.
0: Okay. Check it out. Awesome.
5: Don't walk. I show no teeth. I just stay silent, just like I mean a lion in the jungle when I'm prowling. Would they be hiding? Uh, get back, get back. He look robbing. Well. the round yeah.
0: What do you think? Eric, seeing you've been in rock and roll for uh, many years. I don't like funk. You don't like funk?
3: He's too hipster to like funk, though. Is you know that? What
0: I'm really? Is that not uh, not a hipster it's thing? It's funk? not hip. It funk used, is not it
3: hip. Used, it, used to, oh, man. It, used, it used to be thing Wow, I okay, like, now we're everybody. in a whole new conversation here. You better watch out. Everyone knows a good thing this isn't live. Well, what could happen? Everyone's going to be coming here. <laughs> what, <laughs> funk ain't hip. Oh no, man? I, I, funk ain't
2: hip. That's cool. And the funny thing, I, mean, I didn't really even like, like brass bands, really, before I moved down Ooh. here. No, no, but it was before <laughs> I moved down here. The truth is, I mean, like, I liked acid jazz. And I was, like, growing up, I was into, like, Chick Corea, Bradley John Lee yeah, Ponty, and Stanley Clarke. Well, well, okay, but so that's okay. I, I like that, too. I like, but that I'm too. just saying, but it's, like, it's the antithesis of, of brass jazz. Do you know what I mean? A big band jazz.
0: But how can you listen to that? What, what do you hear in that music that you don't like? I mean, there's just... It's too much wah-wah. Yeah, it's a lot of wah-wah. There's a lot of... <laughs> too much, like, real, like, gritty...
2: No, it's not... There's nothing I don't like. It just doesn't... You it doesn't like get to me, you right? Know, like, and I never did. And the funny thing is, yeah. like, and I was a hippie. I was like on yeah. a fish tour and the Disco Biscuits. But then again, and like, I was that's friend- not real funk, though. No, no, the, it's not funk. But I'm saying, but I was friends with like Galactic yeah. and yeah,
3: like yeah. Um,
0: New Orleans is a funny town to move to if you don't like funk. I mean, not that you have no, to it like, matter. not that you have to have it's, your taste dictated of music, to. Plenty music, all types of music. Yeah, yeah. I music, mean, you don't have to have your taste but yeah, dictated I agree. to, but it's like, sort of, it's kind of in the but okay but yeah. these. Are when I was getting to
2: the brass band stuff at least for the brass band like after I started parading and going yeah. out and like second lining and all this stuff now I love brass music but yeah. like because there's this emotional connection to it so now when yeah. I hear because like, it's like
0: funeral music
2: no when I hear brass bands I like think about all the fun times that I've had listening to those brass mm-hmm. bands and all the fun faces around me and all this stuff and so now there's like this love of brass bands yeah,
0: funk but fun, that's an association. That's not music. Funk, funk
2: for me is a, it's. That's like people who go a, to a
0: restaurant because the vibe is good. The food shit, way. and you know, yeah, it's <laughs> kind like, of crazy.
2: Maybe it's crazy, but in the same thing for funk for me, the thing that I don't like is the repetition. Like I don't like yeah. pop music either for that very reason. Like I don't like verse chorus. I don't like okay that, that's not my vibe it's not that it's I mean it's fun to like I'll still get down to it
0: do you well that's what I'm saying do you like happy music or do you like music to slit your wrists by type stuff or uh, more intellectual I
2: probably like if I were to mm. listen to music not at a party it would be intellectual slit your wrist music
0: right okay like who,
1: like, who would you listen to
2: like like in the that Smiths realm <laughs> I
1: still uh, was I went to the Smiths no but like or like
2: Elliot Smith though yeah Elliot is, Smith you know like or like Sigur Rós yeah, yeah like okay uh, yeah. Um, but I love like you know like Mogwai. If you've ever heard of that, mm-hmm. like Godspeed, like this, like very climactic. It like it takes you from one place to the other. I mean, like, you know, on the show the other day, like I told you, like Led Zeppelin was my favorite band, like Led Zeppelin and The Who, like they're rock bands, but they're bands that wrote like full compositions. Every song was like robust, you know?
0: hmm.
2: It was a different time in music. It was.
0: I think. Well, I don't know. I and think again, this
2: again, I would never like I don't hate on funk music. And if I'm out, it's, it's a music, it's music that I would party to. But I wouldn't put on headphones
0: yeah. to listen to. Well, you, are, you mean like this? You just made me. But I almost most, got up. I got a drink. Most, people, people, <laughs> <was good>. most <laughs> people, I mean, uh, listen to music as a communal experience. Although yeah, now yeah. more than ever, I suppose people have got headphones on and they're yeah. walking around right. the park or they're biking or they're on the subway uh-huh. or whatever. But, but there is a, I mean, that music is meant to, in, yeah. to, I mean, you're making music for people to enjoy themselves too, I assume. Yeah. And I think, it's New Orleans. you got a party.
2: And I think that even in, in that music, it's like yeah. you guys make albums. It's a live but, music. But the experience is yeah. live, though, isn't it? It's li- yeah, it's, it's, it's all it's about live. it. And there's like, no doubt that if I saw Jermaine live, like, I would have a yeah. great time. Like, that, that was fun music, but it's right. like, you know, it wouldn't get me like, working. Like, and a lot of the time, like, I want music that's going like, to
0: give... Let's like, talk about work in just a minute. But first of all, I have to tell you who, who's responsible for us being here. So give me you know, like one minute. I'll be right back. Okay? Or you can join any of these, any of you like. Uh, our show today is brought to us by Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town or have a crazy schedule, the folks at Petite Pet Care will take care of your pet in his or her own home. anybody got a pet?
2: Only small pets. Do they only do small pets. Are they, I don't know. Do you have a cow or something? I don't know. Like they only do like gerbils because
0: they're the Petite <laughs> Petite <laughs> Oh, it's Petite Pet Care. Now the name of the yes, what's up? You're going to get a drink. A drink, yeah. okay. Ron. What are you guys getting? Get Gr- Graham will hook you up. Yeah, Graham will take okay, it, take our drink orders. Buddy. Another body, Mary. What are you drinking? What, what was that? Drinking, what are you I'm drinking, man? I'm just drinking water with an orange slice in it.
3: Trying to get us drunk while he stay sober. That's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: like a drug dealer.
3: <laughs> Silence at the table. Uh, oh, no, I was just looking... No, y- y'all wanna, I mean, anybody
2: want to go to Drag Bingo tonight? Drag, drag Bingo, that sounds I'll good.
3: I'll that in Philly, too. Yeah,
2: it's on the Always Loud. My friend was just like, come Somebody to Drag Bingo. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay, listen, let me read these while you guys take your drink orders. So Petite Pet Care will take care of your pet in his or her own home while you're not there. For loving care when you're not there, you can go to PetitePetCare.com pet, Petite and check them out. Also brought to us today by Basics, Swim and Gym of Well, Can you smell that?
2: No, that? I just heard the ocean now. I, yeah. well, I thought I could just
0: smell weed or something. Was it just my imagination? I
4: think it's, yeah. It's what all, is it? it's what's all on my god! What's on, on your, your mind, mind right now, I don't now, know what's got doing. What are you doing?
0: Basic actually. Swim and Gym have a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. The all new Basic Swim and Gym is on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. That's right where, yeah. near where you live. So you yeah. can go in there and then get your yoga workout. I clothes. can. Do you do yoga? No. Well, then you could start. You could go get yeah, a nice and Also, this is more for all of us. I could pay attention. Our show today is also brought to us by Hangover Destroyer. Yeah. The only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to the Hangover Destroyer website. It's hdestroyer.com write happy hour in the coupon code and get 30% off hangover destroyer It's leggy-proof. now you tell me and yeah. seize the dawn it's not go too late I
3: go through all Mardi Gras now you tell yeah, me yeah well
0: you need to listen to the show because they've been sponsors for yes. ages well this is your
3: guy how, like how
2: much hair of the dog do I need that's right that's a guy asked me <laughs> on the street yeah. <laughs> how
0: much hair of the dog do you think I have to you drink you drop it in a beer also, today our show is brought to us by UnlistedNola.com, the revolutionary new way to buy a house in New Orleans. If you know what you're looking for, you can find your perfect match before it comes on the market. It's the match.com of real estate. It's UnlistedNola.com. Go yeah. check it out. I bought two houses in
2: New Orleans. You bought two houses? I tried to buy two houses. I lost them
0: both. You lost them? Well, you mean someone else got them for so you. The the- that is why they have UnlistedNola.com for people who can't get a place because they're gone before you get there. No, the guy
2: didn't even own the house. <laughs>
0: Like, I believe that's illegal. That's called fraud. You can't sell a house if you don't own it. I be- His realtor not was a my
2: realtor, and then we went all the way to the day before closing. Before the realtor was wow. like, "Uh, yeah, he didn't own the house." <laughs> and I said, <"You>, "Why did <laughs> you tell me that?" And she's like, "Well, oh, I'm not legally bound to disclose that information."
4: What? <laughs> what? I don't,
2: I don't have to tell you that. What are you talking about? She did. She said she didn't have to tell me that she suspected that he didn't actually own the house.
0: Well, you don't have to tell someone what you suspect because that's your innermost thoughts, which in the United States still have, remain your but, own thoughts. But like if yeah. my
2: broker was his broker, she should have known that she, the house had already been foreclosed on.
1: We well, are already in a conflict to do with the same broker, so... Well,
0: that's okay. No, normally it's okay.
3: That? It's like.
1: Yeah. But you have to make sure you sign stuff that says it's okay with the same broker.
3: Do you? You're not going to put the broker on yeah. blast right now? Uh, Who was it? <laughs> no, <laughs> we better not.
2: We but aren't not. you I supposed want, to? I do want to. Yeah, I, do want I know you do. To, but I'm better than that. Isn't your
0: broker yeah. supposed to do due diligence and tell you, I think there's something wrong here? Yes. That she or he just I wanted she to was collect hoping. the 6%. She, she yeah, was, that, she was it was hoping. like the
2: worst situation. It cost like $3,000. Because I had to get the flood elevation all. Yeah. I mean, we're, we were the day before closing. This person,
0: this realtor hooked you into all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then.
2: And actually, and then emailed me the next week and asked me to pay her commission uh-huh. anyway okay. because of how much work you need did. to uh, get
0: in touch with the real estate association of louisiana or whatever it is <laughs> put her
5: on blast yeah
0: <laughs> that doesn't sound right at all new show
5: <laughs> that's a different You're show on blast. we don't
0: have enough time in new orleans <laughs> <laughs> yeah to go yeah. well let, let's talk about workly w-e-r-k-l-y because that's kind of what it's all about workly is eric's what eric actually does for a living yeah among all these other things i, do.
2: I have an internet startup and it is about getting people jobs um, yeah, we started in. I've sort of been working on it for about a year and a half, and we went through the whole propeller incubator last year, um, and then launch fest and gotten a ton of different awards. But at the same time, it's it, creating a marketplace online takes yeah. a really long time.
0: So this is how it's described in the PR stuff I was given. It's been described as the Airbnb of skilled and unskilled labor. It uses advanced. It's an app or a, a website that uses advanced filtering and networking parameters. So you can find friends in your network who have the skills and availability to accomplish your task. Is that a fair description? Yeah,
2: it works. I mean, like the short of it is that basically it's a marketplace where you go and you look for skills rather than the old way where you would maybe put a listing and say, hey, I need somebody to come and paint my house and then wait for 10 people to apply and then figure out who's good. This is just a simple way using the modern technology we have to immediately find somebody. And the great part is that it's The future of it is that it will correlate with Facebook and LinkedIn and your communities and your church groups and all sorts of things that you can literally find people specifically in your neighborhood who have those skills, who can come to your house today and get something done. Um, And like, you know, it's funny when when I first started writing this PR material and we called ourselves the Airbnb of jobs is because it's a marketplace. But I actually see the future of Workly being the Uber of skills, Uh basically a dispatch where you could have anybody in your house in 30 minutes to do anything you needed. In New Orleans? In New or- in any place.
0: Anything? Okay. <laughs> anything. <laughs> Anyone listening to this in New Orleans is is, is, is having a sort of a, a disbelief moment. Have you ever tried calling a plumber in New Orleans? Or well, so just someone to, to even fix anything? Even just to prove this actually, like on our, we just launched our,
2: our official launch day was only December 9th and we have 3,000 people signed up, which is pretty good I think. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's pretty I've good. I've heard of it. And, um, you know, for our launch event at 11.30 p.m., I booked our entire service crew for the next day. Wow. And everybody came, everybody showed up, and everybody was spectacular. Mm. And I, like, literally, I booked two bartenders and two servers at 11.30 p.m. before a 1 p.m. event the next day.
3: That
0: and is ex- so hard to believe. That's perfect for New Orleans, though. Mm. Last minute. It is last minute. Yeah. That's it's true. I mean, it's just,
2: that's why I picked the city for, I mean, it's all about tourism and service, and, you know, it's... The real estate kind of boom here as well and a lot of people don't want to necessarily hire contractors and you know, one of the things that bothers me the most is this idea, you go to Better Business Bureau and you get a phone number for a guy who lives in Metairie where you're going to pay him $50 an hour and then he's going to pay your neighbor $10 an hour to come to your
0: house and paint your house Yeah, that's true, that does happen Do you know what I mean?
2: And instead it's like Better
0: Business Bureau <laughs> Those BBs No So, but what is the difference between what you're doing and, the, and say, any other place? Well, I mean, How does it actually work?
2: Currently, I don't believe that there's any other marketplace specifically for labor where you can just find the skills you need. Like you could literally go on your phone right now and type in almost any skill and somebody in New Orleans will have it and be willing to work for you today, tomorrow or the next day. A lot of puppetry. There's definitely puppetry (laughs) on there. Um,
0: Suppose I need something done. Like, you know, I wake up in the morning and and my roof's leaking. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, the fucking roof's leaking again. So, uh, So what do I do?
2: You would go onto Workly and look for master carpenter or roofer.
0: Okay, roofer in this case, I suppose. Okay, yep. and Workly is spelled W-E-R-K-L-Y. L-Y. So I type that in, and I get that there's an app, or it's a so yeah, it's, a, it's a
2: web app, so it, it works mobilely like it's an app, but you still have to be online. Um, okay. So you would go to Workly, you'd have to create a profile in order to search.
0: So I have to log in and write down my right. name and email so address or whatever it, takes it is. About okay. Two minutes exactly. It's okay.
2: just a Name and a picture. Right. Um, you a picture. Type, yeah, we we. You want my picture? Yeah, we require yeah. that you have a profile photo to make sure that you're like a legitimate human and not just a robot, mm-hmm. you know? Um, although robots probably take really nice photos.
1: Mm-hmm. What
3: if your photo was a robot?
2: That's okay, too. Would you um, take it down? No. In fact, I wouldn't. I
1: look at this cute cat. Can I use that picture? That,
2: that's great. Yeah, that is a cute okay. cat. It's only got <laughs> one eye. Um, it's only got one eye, though.
1: But hmm. how do you vet if they're any good, the people who are doing work for you?
2: So that's the difficult part. Um, we have a, a way, like, I mean, the, I mean, the other challenge here is that I'm a one-person company. And I bootstrapped this entire company by myself. I've built this entire product by myself. It's do you need
0: help? Because I've got a website you could check. Yeah, out.
2: <laughs> no, what I need is, I mean, what we we're looking at, we're at that point now where I've kind of proven that traction that everywhere we've gone in a market to try to get users, we've blown it up. Like
0: okay, well, let's, cr- go, let's go back to Natalie's question though. As a journalist, so, that was a good question. So how do you know they're any good?
2: So it's community managed. So the same way that, how do you know that an Airbnb host isn't gonna murder you? Mm -hmm. Um, it's the same idea like so you have to give people a chance they have to work and then get that credibility and you get ratings and reviews and actually that's what one of the things I really like about Workly and we built it this way specifically that you can't write anything so you can't just be a good writer you can't just be cool you can't just be like have pretty a a hundred pretty pictures so you mean like self-promotion you can't do that There's no self-promotion you you get one photo and you can only click on everything else and otherwise, all the information and all the mm-hmm. reviews about you have to be written by somebody else.
1: And so you're going to be able then to go back and you can say, we don't want you with us anymore. Or, you did a bad job. But, you know.
3: Yeah, exactly. Way. I mean, you can even contest
2: well, it's it. It's like ratings
3: of the people and then ratings of who's rating them.
2: That's, Both, the, actually, urban. That's yes. the urban one. Exactly. That's what it is. And, it, you know, and so you rate the manager. Like You could be like, okay, this client was a disaster. I went to this person's yeah. house to paint this room and they didn't even have the paint. Right. They expected mm-hmm. me to bring my own ladder or all this stuff. It was yeah. not communicated and then they never paid me. You know, and so then that person would be blackballed. And then mm-hmm. should we so also This is
0: wide open for abuse here, isn't it?
3: I mean,
2: not really. I mean, like, the, the, whole, the whole Internet
3: is wide open for yeah. abuse
2: at this point. And it's like you, you kind of get used to it. And, and the truth is, it's, it's better
3: like at a smaller scale, though, like, you know, because yeah. it'll be, you know, I feel like less wide rampant. Like, you know, people just making profiles and giving them. Good reviews than it would be if it yeah. was right. eBay or something right.
2: and people are good at policing the internet these days like, yeah. so if somebody were to write something horrific that I never saw I'm sure one so, other one of our users would be like yeah. excuse me I saw this thing you know and at mm. any moment they can hit a button and it 'll screenshot and send me like what they're looking at I mean that's the technology we have now um, but yeah I mean the other thing we're looking into is using a software called checker that will do background verification on people um, but again all this takes money and
0: I'm yeah, background you know, verification. It costs every time you background verify someone to well, so, costs you something, well,
2: right? And w- that that expense will be passed on to the user, and it'll be their choice. I mean, like, so, so you have to join. Or but, but is
1: that a legal thing, or I mean, are you, how do you fact check their work?
2: No, no, this would just be legal. Oh, exactly. Like, so like like basically like child So you know if they
0: didn't own the house, for example. Well,
2: yeah, I mean, this and this is the thing. Blue it's like, dots. And, I mean, there's there's so many ways, you can, and there's. Think about any other service in the world. I mean, you could open the Yellow Pages and get a good yeah. person who just created a Yellow Page ad out of right, nowhere. Right. They don't necessarily have to be a legitimate carpenter. <laughs> or. Contractor. But like,
3: who's going to open the Yellow Pages nowadays? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man. That's a very...
4: They
1: I, still <laughs> deliver them. I
2: still remember them. Um, but anyway, I'm just saying, like, I- unless you're getting a personal yeah. reference, and actually th- that's the whole idea of this idea of the link in with Facebook and LinkedIn and all this kind of stuff, that... If you were going to look for a stylist, you're you going to have a wedding and you need to get your hair done, and you're like, I wonder who can do my hair, and you type in stylist, hairdresser, and then you see 10 people that are available to do it on that day, and you see that they're friends with your friends. Yeah. And you can immediately, which you're probably already logged into Facebook somewhere, go to your mutual friend and say, hey, your two friends, Nancy and Maria, are both available to do my hair on my wedding, okay. which one is good? So it doesn't change the way that we already do things. We already right. go to Facebook. We well, already go to Well, have you talked to, to Facebook about this? I actually have, yeah. And what they said? I met with the operations manager of it at their headquarters in Mountain View, and um, they were kind of astonished by the idea. They thought it was great, and I was like, just don't." Co- I, but like, well, I that's wanna the thing. Tell them too much about What's it. What's the uh, non- yeah. What's the
0: non-compete? Or oh, whatever? we have one. <laughs> yeah. hey, oh, we we're just Facebook working Facebook on that.
3: The thing yeah, is, right upstairs. Yeah,
2: look, yeah. <laughs> actually, and even to move away for workly and did do like other stuff. This idea that like, but Facebook can't even compete with me against this now because people don't trust Facebook. You know, like, nobody would give Facebook any additional information anymore.
0: Well, Facebook has sort of... Um, has. When you say trust, I mean, they, you don't trust that they're not going to do something with your personal I just, information. I think, I think that, like, it's not
2: all the information... Like, you know, we're willing to share photos and we're willing to share our experience. But now if Facebook were to ask you what your shoe size was, you would probably not put it in. Right. But if Facebook were to ask you, what's your job, I wouldn't enter it. So if how, you, so how is this going to tie into Workly, then? But I'm saying this is why Facebook... At this level, they're so big that they can't compete with me at my level.
0: But I thought your thing was going to sort of rely on Facebook you know, it, and it, our profiles. It, it,
2: I mean, have you ever used Tinder?
0: I'm not going to prepare to say whether I've used Tinder. <laughs> if you won't tell me what drugs you're on at Mardi Gras, I'm not.
2: So, so No comment. But So the way, the way Tinder works is yeah. that you see your mutual connections. It, right. doesn't, it doesn't necessarily involve Facebook. It just uses the Facebook login and the right. API to draw to that. Right. That's how Workly works. And
0: Facebook doesn't try does Facebook have a relationship with Tinder?
2: Um, no. It's well, a, it's but an they could, it's could an shut open, them down, right? No, it's an open API.
0: You couldn't stop that.
2: I mean, Facebook could stop that, but they'd have they to could. stop it for everybody.
0: Yeah, but they could stop Tinder. They could say, stop doing this but or pay us a million dollars. They don't, want. 000, 000 they a don't day. want
2: to because this is their new business model.
0: Okay, what getting is. Getting
3: people
2: laid. Getting it's, people, it's how can you go works. wrong with
0: that? It works. Look at this Fifty Shades of Grey thing. Hey. Oh. Who would have thought happy that some people, sort of Happy
2: people post more, probably. Actually, that's not true. I bet you depress. I bet you the statistics are depressed people post way more than happy people.
0: Well, they take a lot of sex stuff off of Facebook. We have stuff taken off our website that we posted twice. We've posted naked people on Facebook. And then why? Not even you know naked. Like was it you? Yeah. Well, was you, one bro? was a photo of me sitting here with no clothes on as a publicity <laughs> stunt. No, there were both album covers. One was oh. Q yeah. That yeah. album cover, mm-hmm. whatever that was called, Religion Peace or Religion Sex Religion and it's a really great it's album art. cover it's a piece of it's art it's art. a painting really? it's a it's b- a it's those brilliant. uptight
3: christians at facebook
0: and the other was boy the single boyfriend mm-hmm. whose album yeah. cover yeah. is her with her hands yeah. over her breasts and that's, not, that's even, not even naked you can't see anything and they ch- shut our page down twice for both of those bullshit reasons good for you yeah <laughs> really good for but you but they sh- not only did they shut our page down they shut our page down and they shut down everyone else's pages at the ministry so like we have all really? these people working with us at like Chris over here and Graham over there and all the other people who are involved with this, you know, operation. By really? the way, yes, they took everyone off Facebook. What did you do to them, Grant? I don't, we I don't believe that's but the right I, that's reason. What I think is, I thought that there was some sort of... A bot that Facebook has that scans everybody's page. No, somebody's
3: Sorry, apparently
0: someone complained. You
1: guys have an yeah. enemy. Yeah, an someone. Ooh,
0: Somebody complained. Podcast enemies. Uh, oh, podcast talking, talking Snaps snap. now. Talking of which, thank you to Gambit for the awesome cover yeah, story. I, this I see story. you right there. Yeah, they did a cover story about us. If you want to know what we're up to, if here, you, you want to see this pretty guy, check out a Gambit. Oh wait, somebody's actually going to hear this. What's that? Someone? No, actually, no one does listen to this. That's a funny. We just put it in the Chris's top drawer at home. And then, we, you know, we get on with the next one. Blackmail. Yeah. That was a really nice piece of uh, game. But If you listen to this and you want to know what we look like, or well, you can go to our website, com. but the story about what we're up to. Natalie, what are you writing these days?
1: I am What am I writing these days? I've been doing a lot of food writing in Philadelphia. Um, the Absolutely. last thing I had published, I had a column in Philadelphia about a murder victim whose murder didn't get enough attention. And I wrote a po- column down here for the Picayune about using my mother's jewelry to decorate muses shoes that I threw during the parade.
3: Whoa. How oh, awesome. Yeah. You I played to... at the pre party and the ball. Oh were you? Yeah. I was we got in muses. there I was a little late, but that yeah. was fun. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was a lady in Muses.
2: You
0: were a lady in Muses, sorry. Wearing
2: a Perkin. Wearing a dragon
0: Merkin. Perkin. You were in Muses?
2: Yeah, I was walking in Muses. Oh, it's part mm. of
0: the uh, uh, The Bearded Oysters, yeah. Now <laughs> oh, you're in the Bearded Oysters. That's a, that's an interesting thing about New Orleans all these walking, these women's walking crews that have vagina-type names.
1: Yeah. I gotta, you Is are there, are there any left? Yeah. Oh, there's camel toe steppers, muffalettas. <laughs> muffalettas, sorry. Um, po- posse footers. Pussy footers. Pussy footers.
2: <laughs> bearded oysters. Bearded oysters. oysters. You're in the
0: bearded oysters. Yes. I thought that was women only.
2: I'm one of them. I'm a lady. <laughs> he's,
1: very de- he's very delicate.
0: Okay. It's a I've got some news for you all, I've by the way. I've got a great way. beard. You do have a beard, but that's not the wrong... I wear... I wear... I wear, I wear I oh, wear things just tilt your head drag okay.
2: you saw the picture I look great
0: I did see a picture of you wearing like nothing nothing yeah mostly <laughs> I wouldn't mostly say you look like a woman but you know I didn't realize I thought that all these vagina <laughs> reference a, I walking crews were all so, women only no,
2: actually I'm a wrangler my job is to keep the drunk girls from falling out of the parade okay, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> gotcha, but please. I still dress up like a girl to do it so I don't offend anybody
3: <laughs> only in His New Orleans. Definitely fool them.
0: Only in New Orleans could you say that you dress up like a girl so you don't offend anybody. <laughs> you know, guys, I got so, I got some news for you right now. It's the end of Happy Hour, we've got to the end of the show. It's oh. an hour since we started, so All right. that means wow. we have to get Time out of flies. here. We've got to make way for paying customers. <laughs> we only got to hear one song, Jermaine. It's okay. Well C- we have, can you come back another day? Yeah, let's do it. Do it, again? it. Okay, so we always got so much stuff going on, let's do it. Okay. So where could we hear something right now? If we wanted to. If you listen to the show um, and you want to hear more Jermaine Quiz, go to? Uh,
3: ger- jermainequiz.com or JealousMonkeyMusic.com. we you see Jermaine Quiz. That's what I'm saying before.
0: Mm-hmm. Right you here. Because you, know. you don't want I'm to right, listen I'm to right it. Funny, the, i funny,
3: well, man. I the haven't even left like him and to see me again.
2: Other than the foundation room, which is a beautiful space, but I don't like going in there.
3: Um, wow. This, this, it's a tough <laughs> customer. <laughs> it's it's kind like, it's of expensive. Typical. It's like I'm a Bywater guy.
0: Okay, what does it cost to go into the foundation? I thought you had to be a, be a member. member. But then, yeah. you well, how in can you there, get You in know me, man. Come on.
3: What's it get in there? it's still like Yo, Can welcome. you get on the list if Yo, we know welcome. you? Yeah, let's go. Okay, that's But cool otherwise, plan. it's members only. So yeah. you're
0: only playing to people who can afford to know. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a sort of a select uh, audience there. Well, I didn't mean it like that. That's but good.
3: Either way, was Maple Leaf down Yeah, we play. We play all over the place. You gotta, you know, just kind of check us out. We had a lot of gigs. We played over at um howlin Wolf. We played over the Muses Ball. We played. We played a bunch of places, you know, Mardi Gras. We're we're tooling it up. we got a new uh, album coming out. And um, just got a web series coming out and stuff too. So we're just kind of holding it back. Okay, stop right
0: there. You have a web series. What's that all about?
3: Uh, You've heard of the French Quarter, right?
0: The French Quarter, yes, I've heard. Have you heard of the British Quarter? The bridge. The British Quarter. British Quarter, no.
3: Dirty French bastards (laughs) trying to keep (laughs) the good people of the British Quarter down.
0: That's what you're doing?
3: Yeah, that's, yeah. (laughs) What's it called? The British it's Quarter? It's British Quarter Hustler. It's about like a <laughs> s- street performer in the British Quarter who's trying to, you know, keep his... It's more like a 16th. It's only one block. But he's trying to keep his... <laughs> he's trying to keep his whole his whole uh, block from, from the French invasion. Are you the star of this thing? I, I'm the director and one of the uh, stars we have. It's all musicians who are in it. Ivan Neville makes a... Uh, a surprise appearance. We have um, Derek Freeman from Kermit Ruffins' band, uh, Drew Mee's from Gravity A. Any British people? No. <laughs> 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 so that's kind of like Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no yeah it's we're it's good. in the making of the show. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> of course. I have a British roommate if you need her. Really? Yeah. yeah. British quarterette. We actually have like a a British quarter dance troupe that comes out and helps me get me hustle on. What, oh my god! How do okay.
1: British dancers dance? How are they different?
3: Uh, we dance very upright. Very proper. We oh, like dance it's it's very upright. It's it's like a it's, it's a jig. It's like a jig.
0: Okay. And is this on the web right now? Uh, no, we're not. It's,
3: it's releasing. It's releasing in April. Wow.
0: In April. If you listen to this, it's British April two thousand fifteen. So there's a fair <laughs> chance that it's already yeah. out by British now. britishquarterhustler.com dot British com. Oh mm-hmm. my God. I'm surprised that website wasn't gone.
3: <laughs> I own <laughs> New dot <Orleans laughs> com too. No way. Yes. Are you serious? I do.
0: Hell. what do you know. have on neworleansfunk.com do you have anything it goes up there? to
3: jealous monk stuff it's just I have. A, if anyone's out there listening and wants to do something good with neworleansfunk.com obviously not my man right next to me no wow. Eric's not no, going to touch I'm an touch organizer that. I'm a businessman <laughs> yeah. I'm a hustler you can hustle we'll it for it. you yeah yeah
0: you know when call did you me up. when did you buy New Orleans funk. Com? probably
3: about five years ago I do know somebody who I'll introduce you to who to do something good I, I've just been sitting on it waiting for a good no, call. he works for and Galactic and all these cats yeah. and like it's
0: not he's not a real estate agent
2: no he's, a, he's an old sound engineer and lighting engineer and yeah. throws huge parties and produces giant cool. events and stuff like that and
0: very tapped into funk scene cool. so. you could probably sell New Orleans funk. Com to somebody for a lot of money nah. yeah but
3: I'd rather go to like someone who's really going to uh, do something for the scene and yeah, not Orleans. just be like a bunch of ads and banners Yeah,
0: That's a not, good home well, that's interesting. Natalie, what uh, website uh, URL are you sitting on that you'd like to advertise?
1: Oh, nataliepompilio.com. Natalie Pompilio.
0: I, don't, I you're ha- not going to sell that one, though, oh, right? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't
1: op- updated that in like a year, so maybe, maybe <laughs> don't check that.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Eric, and we have to check out Workly, w-e-r-k-l-y.com. Thank you so much, everybody. That was Eric Bernstein, Natalie Pompilio, and Jermaine Quiz. And that also was Happy Hour for today. Thank you so much for joining us. The Thank producer you of our show is Graham DePonte. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director. Our theme song was written and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. The fabulous audio quality of the show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. If you'd like to be on our show and you can sit around a table for about an hour and drink two or three cocktails... Without falling off a chair, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, where you can also check out many more happy hours to listen to. As well as some other shows where we make here at itsnewlands.com. Out to lunch with Peter Rusciutti, live from Commander's Palace. Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajik. True to the game with Chris True. Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans. Ray Canada, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker, And the revolutionary New Way to buy a house in New Orleans. Unlisted NOLA. Keep up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsnewalntons.com and also on our Facebook and Google Plus pages. These photos are taken by the fabulous and talented Douglas Engel. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher or some other podcast app that you prefer better, thank you for subscribing to us. Please take one minute to do this. It doesn't even take a minute. Just rate and review us. We only have like about, I don't know, one review on the whole internet. So if you could I help review could you write us a review Jermaine? I'm doing it right now. Tell us how awesome it is. Okay, give us Don't 5 stars. Out. It's fabulous. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. Come and check them out if you haven't already been here. Happy Hour is a production of I&O Broadcasting for it'sneworleans.com. Andrew Duhorn is on tour around the country. You can find him at andrewduhorn.com. He's probably in a town near you and I think he'll be back here in the next week or two. I went to school with him. You did? At Loyola. A Jesuit? At a Loyola. A Loyola. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, that will be a nice reunion for next time. Thanks so much for all of you around here, uh, around the table at Wayfair to Graham Duponty and and uh, Dr. Senkle's got one more picture left in him. <laughs> for Andrew Duhon and me and Chris Kehoe, thank you so much for joining us on Grant Miles. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour.